Welcome to Improv for the Podcast. On this week's episode, I'm joined by Kelly Schwartz, who will tell us all about her improvisational journey. We'll play a couple games and most importantly, learn how she improved her life. Let's hit it. Welcome to Improv for the Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Lee Evans. And today, I am joined by the incredibly talented pickleball extraordinaire, master of crochet, what? Kelly Schwartz. <laughs> Kelly, thank you so much for coming on the show. How are you doing? Oh my God, Michael. It's a pleasure to be here. I can't believe you asked me. And I don't know the crochet reference quite. How, how are, are there cameras in my house? Like, <laughs> I did I did my digging oh, talk to God, my one source Matthew Moore. <laughs> and uh I learned what I learned and we'll we'll talk about crochet a little more in a, in just a bit. But uh Kelly, I'm 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 so glad you're here tonight. Uh I I think we first met it was uh, almost a year ago, right? When you just jumped into Ava's class and yes. I kind of been around helping out and I I love your story here at IFTP and your experience so far. And I just really quick introduction for our audience. If you could share just about um, kind of how long you've been at IFTP, maybe what teachers you've had in class, yeah, just a quick summary. Yeah. I started uh, about a year ago for a couple months straight with Ava mm. and then um, took a break, got scared <laughs> to jump back in again. And then during that time I tried like, uh, an acting class, wow. you know, um, which I'm still doing once a week. It's a cold read class. Oh, that's amazing. It's fun. Yeah. And um, and then I jumped back in because I missed the school. Mm. Like, I started listening to your podcast. <laughs> and I think it's just been like percolating. I gotta get back in. So then yeah. I tried it with um, uh, Liam. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I took a clown workshop with Jamie. Oh, wow. Yeah. And there have been a couple guest teachers along the way, yeah. substituting. Yeah. yeah all so different. Yeah. Chris different Alvarado approaches. is one I know. He's great. That's the only one I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah. yeah. Everyone has a different approach. That's yeah. so amazing. With the same basic core principles. Yeah, absolutely. The yes ending, you know, listening, um, all those like core tenets of improv and then, yeah, the different angles. I, I love that. That's a really great observation. So before we get too deep into your time here at IFTP, we, of course, have our little tradition here. We got to play some three things, Kelly. Uh, okay. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. All right. Uh, so, Kelly, I think you've played three things before. Any questions about the format? No, I'm just going to rattle off the first three yes, things I can think yes, of. Yes, you are. All right. So I've got some categories for you. Uh, now, Kelly is very sneaky, and my sleuthing skills were put to the test, <laughs> and... I only found a couple of nuggets here or there, but I'll do my best. All right, Kelly, here we go. Okay. These are three things. First category, pizza toppings. Pepperoni. One. Sausage. Two. Arugula. Three. Very nice. Ooh. Uh, things that are scary. Movies. One. The dark. Two. Under my bed. Three. <laughs> very nice, very nice. Last category. Uh, favorite things that you have crocheted. A hat. One. A pot holder. Two. And an unmentionable thing I just can't say. Three. These are three things. Okay, so many questions. All right. Uh, jumping back to that first category, 
uh, you know, pepperoni, sausage, those are classics, but arugula, I really like that choice from you for pizza toppings. Yes, actually, um, that's all I like on my pizza. I don't ever have pepperoni or sausage. It's always arugula with shaved Parmesan and basil, and it's usually just called a margarita pizza. That sounds delicious. Yeah, I mean, I'm a big arugula fan. And I like those other toppings. Something like a nice, simple pizza can be one of the best ones, I think. I know. That's all I ever get. The mm. thin oh. margaritas oh. everywhere I go. Oh. Do you have a favorite pizza place here in Los Angeles? Um, I, I haven't eaten a margarita, a margarita pizza that I have not thoroughly enjoyed yet. <laughs> I love that. I love that. That's good. Because that, I think, you know, if you can go anywhere and enjoy that pizza, that, that just... That's good. That's living. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, The difference, the only differences are the views Mm. from my seat. (laughs) (laughs) Very true. Very true. All right. One pizza detail I'm going to ask. Do you add um, like the Parmesan or the crushed red pepper to your pizza? I never use the red pepper. No? No. I love it. I love that stuff. Yeah. No, never. I'm, no, I don't. Stay away from the red pepper. Fair enough. Fair enough. Thanks. All right, that second category, uh, things that are scary. Wait, okay. You said movies? Yes. Okay. Any kind of movie? All movies? Scary no, movies? Scary movies. Okay, of Horror course. Horror films. Course. Yes, I have, I'm one of the, you know, I think you either like them or you don't. Yeah. And I've, I'm still scared of them. I, sure. I have not adjusted to watching them without using the space between my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good approach. You it's know, like your I'm hands so are there. old and I'm still doing it. So yeah, it's uh, it's definitely an emotionally um, difficult thing to yeah. watch a scary movie. I don't enjoy it, but like sometimes yeah. I will force myself. Yeah, to. sometimes you do. Yeah, I'm I'm in a place where yeah, I don't love them. I don't hate them. I'm just kind of like I'll try, and then I'll watch one and go, oh, yeah, I didn't really enjoy that. I know, I know, yeah. because if they if like the if the camera is behind the woman as she's walking in the dark, feeling her way toward the door or a window yeah. and something doesn't happen, you're pissed yeah. off. Yeah. And then, you know, if somebody's driving and they're talking to each other, like the, to the passenger, if they don't get hit, side swiped by a truck, it's like, what, what's the point of this scene? <laughs> yeah, what's going on? Yeah, so, you know, expectations are met, yeah. and, but if they're met too easily, predictably, then yeah. even a horror film doesn't work. No, it does not. And they, yeah, they... They're just painful sometimes. <laughs> I know. Yeah, so I think I think I agree with you there. I try, and there's a couple here and there that I like, but most of them not really my cup of tea. What 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 horror film do you like? Uh, there was this one that came out in the past couple of years. It's called Barbarian, hmm. and I'll say just the pitch is like, what if you booked like a, an Airbnb and someone else was already staying there? Oh, and that's the pitch. And it's, it's interesting. It's an interesting movie. I mean, definitely some visuals that you're like, ah, oh, don't want to remember that. Yeah. But I did enjoy it. I think it was, it was really well done. Barbarian. I'll look yeah. for it. Yeah. I think it's I on, mean, here I am. Like, it's on HBO. Not that scary if you're, yeah. if you watched it. Like yeah. gore is fine. Okay. It's just the psychological horror okay. films that are scary. That's like when so, people jump out. Oh yeah, that's yeah the jump yeah. scares. Yeah, the jump Those scares. Those get me. Those get me. Yeah, and I think <laughs> it's easier watching it at home than in theaters. I think too. Oh yeah, you can just pause it. Yeah. You can turn on the lights. Yeah, you're you can home. Turn on the lights. Yeah. That's what I do. And yeah. then historically, after I scare myself, 
sufficiently, I look for a um, rom-com to watch after, like yeah. to cleanse the palate. My, my wife know? and I, we do that too. It's like, okay. <laughs> like the, we watched that movie Barbarian yeah. and then we just watched Gilmore Girls exactly. after. And we're still watching the show since yeah. then. So, so it's been a palate cleanser for like six months now. That's funny. Yeah. But no, that's, that's a good approach too. Like watch a movie and then have something lined up after like a rom-com's great choice, like, or a TV show or, you know, something that's a little more comforting. Yeah. That's a, sure. that's a good method. Cause then you're not like going to bed with that, like the image or the, the scariness fresh in your mind. Yeah. Yeah. Although, yeah, I mean, but I will, oh, I'm not, I wouldn't, I mean, I can still sleep all night with the lights on if I yeah. have to. Yeah. Hey, that's a skill. That's a skill. <laughs> you know. Yeah. You could put that on a resume. <laughs> All right, um, moving on to our final category. So I asked you about crocheting. And uh, the reason I was able to figure this out is uh, just Facebook. Facebook? Uh, yeah. You had a, there was just your profile picture and then like the cover image, you know, like the banner at the top. Yeah, what did it yeah. say? It was, uh, it was just, uh, I think it looked like a Dia de los Muertos skull. Yeah. I think that you had crocheted. Well, and just, there well, were like. that's not crochet. Oh, it's not crochet, it's knitting. No. No, oh, it's no. called um, embroidery. Oh, darn. <laughs> and I, I'm bad at my, like, <laughs> hand stitch sewing. Like, I'm, bad, I'm so bad at defining. Well, uh, speaking of Airbnb, so mm. I went to Mexico City. And, mm. Oh, um, wow. Stayed there for a week uh, a couple of years ago, several times. Mm. And it's an easy place to go by yourself, even yeah. as a woman. Um, so I went there by myself and, uh, Airbnb has Airbnb experiences. Mm. So in addition to, you know, places to see and stuff, you can sign up for goofy things. So I signed up to make my, so I wouldn't like worry about being lonely or yeah. bored. Or, you have things like, to do. Yeah. And oh, every day. So like I signed up for uh, Mexican embroidery wow. one day, um, Pottery, the next, and then um, what did I love? Um, oh, those like doll making Mexican like Day of the Dead dolls. Okay, yeah. Um, it just didn't stop, and these yeah. people take you into their home. Wow! And I was like the only one signing up for these classes. Wow. Everyone else was signing up for food tours. You know, oh yeah, of which, course. Which I signed up for too. Yeah, you got to do that. Yeah, <laughs> and then so anyway, uh, that's where I had that. I started embroidering of mm. felt and then stuffing them these little. Day of the Dead heads, oh, and yeah. I fell in love with them. And I guess I put it up on Facebook. Yeah, and totally forgot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good sleuthing. Okay, so that's embroidery, man. I gotta, I gotta sort all these things out because I get, I'm like knitting, crocheting, embroidery. I thought embroidery was like when there's like a logo on clothes that someone like hand stitched in. Yeah, but it's I just can't a keep thicker, track. a thicker thread uh. that you could just take a needle and put it through any fabric and mm. make a stick figure. Okay. It's embroidery. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. When well, you're not making a hem, but you're using thread. Right. Decoratively. I guess yeah. you could call it embroidery. Yeah. Cause a hem would be for sewing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll figure all this out yeah. one day. Yeah. It's too much. Yeah. It's too much. It's a lot. I'm trying Kelly. It's a lot. I'm really trying. I was pretty impressed though. <laughs> It's like, is there a camera in my house? Because I, <laughs> yes. You're like crocheting. I haven't yeah. said anything about that to anyone. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that was just me getting the term wrong. <laughs> That's all that was. I like, I looked and I was like, I had a moment. I saw the photo 
of the skull. And I was like, I think, I'm not sure. I should have Googled it to like try to help me out. (laughs) But I just picked crocheting and I was like, well, we'll see what happens. All right, Kelly. Um, Well, we could dive into the many crocheting projects or we could even chat pickleball because I am curious about that and I still need to try it. It's, It's on my list just of activities to try. But we're here tonight to talk about your journey in improv, your experience, how you got started, other areas of your life. So I want to I want to sit back and I want you to think about when was the first time in your life you heard about, learned about, saw, experienced improv? I remember distinctly. I was in my um, late 20s and it was at work mm. and it was from a coworker. Mm. Um, and he was very much into improv. So he, I had never even heard the word before. Mm. I was about 27. And, um, but this guy, this coworker, was also into channeling, mm. which is, I guess, when you like talk for the dead. Yeah, I think it's like channeling their spirit, right? Yeah, so to the degree I took channeling seriously, Mm. Coming from the same source, I decided improv must be weird too. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And that's the end of it. I just decided, no, thank you. (laughs) That's quite the introduction. Yeah. Hey, I do improv and channeling, by the way. You're like, "Mm." yes, yes. Then I'll never forget that. Yeah. It was just like, yeah, no, I'm not, not, not for me. I'm not going to channel. I'm not going to do that improv thing. Um, And, yeah, I was totally math and science growing up. Okay. Like totally no no theater, no drama, no um music. Yeah, I I played the violin and oh. like, you know, when you're 9, yeah. you choose the instrument. Yeah, this this then, that point in life. Yeah. yeah. But I stuck with it through college. That's amazing. Yeah, so I played it through in every orchestra up. But one time I had a recital where I was like the only one on oh, stage. Yeah. Um and my mind did go blank. Mm. I played nothing. And um, I, I decided to go back into my shell. So mm. basically yeah. that was it. Like I yeah. tried and then retreated into the safety of never doing that again. Yeah. 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 I could be, I think playing an instrument solo is, that is a scary thing to have to do. I remember as a kid doing piano recitals, I'd be like, ooh. And you got the music right there, but it's. It's so scary. And like yeah. piano, like with sweaty fingers on the piano. I don't mm-hmm. know. Cause sweaty fingers on the violin is horrible. Yeah. I bet. Well, yeah. <laughs> I guess like, you're trying to do all the like, finger positions. And... But still sweaty piano fingers is probably really horrible too. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what instrument goes well with sweaty fingers. I don't think <laughs> any of them. No, maybe like a wind instrument. Yeah. Maybe. The recorder. I don't know. Recorder. Yeah. yeah. The harmonica. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe harmonic, because yeah, because you're just really holding it. Yeah, you're, not, you're, stuff, you're holding it only. And then it's mostly your mouth doing the work, so. Right. You're onto something there, Kelly. <laughs> you're onto something there. Okay, so you had this experience growing up, a violinist, recital, and that kind of, you weren't really into performing. That wasn't your thing. You were focused on math and science. And then in your 20s, this co-worker <laughs> shared with you improv and channeling. Was that, like, was that at work? He was like, hey. Hey Kelly, <laughs> I want to tell you about something I'm into, or like, what, what, what did that look like? Was it inviting you to a show, or like? 
we would go out to lunch every day. Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, you go out with your coworkers. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was just like, oh, that's, hey, Brad, if you're listening. Um, it, it was just Brad being weird. Like, mm. I didn't care. Yeah. He was just like, weird Brad with his, like, interest in improv, which I just thought was gross because it had to do with Brad. I'm sorry I'm saying that, Brad. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it was just by gross by association, yeah. and that was yeah. that. Yeah. Sorry. That's yeah. how I felt. I didn't know anything about it. Yeah. I knew stand-up comedy, that, oh, of like course. that, yeah. but improv, I knew nothing about. Do you have um, some favorite stand-ups? Yes, I like all the bad ones. All the bad ones, okay. Can I you, love them. Can I'm you give so me sorry. three? Um, Louis C.K. Okay. We didn't know he was bad for a <laughs> no, while, and then, but I love, yeah. Can I say I love Bill Cosby? I'm sorry, everyone. I'm Sorry, Michael. I, I used to watch the Cosby show, you know, like. No, but his stand up. Yeah. It's like amazing. I love Chris Rock. I love yeah. um, Seinfeld. Yeah, I Jerry. Love, oh, man. Um, Amy um, Schumer. Schumer. Yeah. Like, more yeah. than anything. I used to love Margaret Cho. Oh, yeah. Um, I love the real bold ones, mm. you know, that like aren't afraid. Yeah. Really aren't afraid I just to just go, go for there. It. Yeah. That is just the. Best, yeah. you know, just commit hundred percent, and like I know we're living in a culture right now where you can be canceled. Yeah, um, it's a different environment. It's very different, and it must be so hard to be who you really want to be out there. But I think you have to. I think you have to go for it until you're canceled. I think yeah. as soon as you start playing it safe. And I think there are some comedians that have like either adapted or they just keep doing their thing. Like Bill Burr is someone I think of, Yeah, if you know him, he's, yeah. he's been doing the yeah. same thing. Like same thing, like time. finding the non, yeah, there's yeah. so much tiny stuff, which is what improv I've discovered is. It's like all the nothingness that goes on in our lives is so interesting when you put the spotlight on it. Yeah. And that's what comics like that can do. You just yeah. take these, average things we all get into that are just mm-hmm. so interesting and they don't yeah. have to touch on anything hot like politics or sex right yeah there's just boundless humor in yeah. the everyday average stuff yeah yeah like being a human is a strange thing <laughs> like thing there's so much human. there yeah 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 and so i appreciate much. do you know uh mitch hedberg i've listened to him yes he's, he's, he's so my favorite good. he's so all time good. Yeah. Yeah, his whole voice. He's got that yeah. voice that makes you just want to like listen and laugh no matter what he says at yeah. this point. Yeah. He's one of those ones that I just feel like his whatever he would talk about was just so out there. No. So like he yeah, just all his jokes. Yeah. yeah, I'll always go back and revisit his stuff every once in a while cuz I there's there's yeah. no one else like him that I found, you know. Yeah. Yeah. The, the setups. And then that guy, what's his name with the um he started drawing he would use his, he would use like a, a pad of paper and he would oh. draw something and then tell like, use that as part of his act. Then he got really big. Huh. Um, I keep just blinking. I'm not sure, but I'm definitely really, interested really in learning more about that. Yeah. It's so funny. Okay, yeah. Too. There's so many good, there's so many good comedians yeah. out there. Yeah. Stand up. I love them all. I, yeah. I was like obsessed with the serious comedy Oh channels. yeah, that channel. Yeah. I would listen to nothing else. In my car every single day yeah. for years. Yeah, yeah, it's great because you're always going to discover someone new and hear something funny. You know, yeah. it's entertaining. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's it's a great thing to listen to while driving. Yeah, yeah, and all the while not really knowing what 
improv is mm. all, yeah. all this while. Yeah. So you've been a fan of stand-up. When did you, when was stand-up something you found like, oh, like I, I'm into this. I enjoy listening to this. I enjoy seeing it. When did that come about? Um, that came about, about, um, I guess like eight years ago or something, five mm. years ago, eight, I, something like that. And, um, I just decided, okay, I've got to like do something about my obsession with listening to this. So I took a class at SMC, oh, okay. a stand-up comedy class. Yeah. And, um, just, I just wanted to see if I could do it, you yeah. know, and the teacher, um, he was he was funny and great. It mm. was fun, um, but he really believed in the short jokes. You know, just yeah. keep like what you were doing. Just just come up with a subject and just keep switching it. People have no attention span. Mm-hmm. Very few people can tell a long story. People are drinking. It's late. Yeah. they will not remember what you just said. Like, yeah, so just keep going. You know, and that was his whole point. And then the day we were supposed to perform, I just got too scared. Mm. And I just like wrote a whole long story about like my life. Yeah. Told him I'm going to do it this way. Yeah. And he just sort of had a hissy fit. And wow. I was just like, I get it though. Like if you're a student, you spend all this time. Yeah. I don't know. It was, I, I felt bad. Yeah. I wish I had done it the other way. Yeah. But still, I mean, I think if you're the one performing, right, it's ultimately up to you what you perform. You know, that's, that's the point of stand up, you know? Like you shouldn't let even though you're in the class, like you should still do what you want to do. You're paying, you're paying to be there. Right. Like, I know, yeah. but I could see it from his perspective yeah. too. It was like, what, what was I here for, for the yeah. last six weeks? What, what sure. were we doing or whatever? Eight weeks. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. But I think that's really cool. You took that class though. And you still got up and did it at the end. You know, Well, that was the thing. I had no intention of ever doing that. I figured yeah. I'm going to take the class and yeah. never do this. Try it out. Yeah. Never do the stand up part. Um, and I was sure of it until the day he said, okay, how many people are going to be doing the stand-up part at the improv? Um, mm. And oh, everyone wow. raised their hand. And wow. then I thought, if I'm the only one yeah. not raising my hand because I'm too scared, then I'm an asshole, is, <laughs> is how I said it to myself. Yeah. Like, and I'm a narcissistic asshole, apparently. Mm. So how do I just turn this into like good, like just be a soldier? Yeah. And just don't, I don't, because, yeah, so that's, like, what I have to do to myself. Um, I just have to just jump, like you're jumping off a high, like, a cliff yeah. to water. Yeah. Or from a high level. Or dive. Have you ever, like, jumped off a diving yeah. board really high? Yeah. You can't just have a whole talk with yourself. No. You just have to do no. it, right? Yeah. If you're up there too long, it's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> So you're going to start thinking about it. You're going to look and be like, wow, this is really high up. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like that. Yeah, yeah. That's stand-up. That's a very good way to put it. Because I think I've, I've only done it now three and a half-ish times, I'd say. Oh, yeah? The half because I did like a three-minute set. <laughs> so that's like barely, you know, that's three minutes. And I, yeah, it's gotten easier every time I've done it. But it's still every time I come off stage, I'm like, wow, I, there's a lot to learn. Lot to so learn. much to learn. I just, but I, you have to learn it by experiencing yep. it to feel the audience not respond. Like yeah. it's amazing how it's so visceral. Yeah, you know, you can just feel if you have the room, and you feel it if you don't. And yeah, I don't even understand what kind of like energy that is that yeah. you can just you know. Yeah, 
it's there's not much else like it. I think like when you're up there and you're like, oh, okay, you're with me. You are not with me. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which brings us back to improv. Yeah, which brings us back to improv. So. You did that stand-up class, uh, let's say that was about eight years ago. So between, between that class and... I think it was five years ago. Okay, five years ago. Yeah. What, what brought you to IFTP? What brought you to this place? Pickleball. Pickleball. All right, tell us more, because I think I know the story, but maybe our audience at home. Well, um, I wanted to see what this pickleball fuss was all about for myself, since I'm a mm. tennis player. And oh, all, yeah. all my tennis friends um, are they're very polarized about mm. this like bacteria yeah or virus it's kind of like it's a growing sport i feel like like it's I, a growing I've sport i've been hearing more about it lately i'm like oh man yeah, yeah. it's uh it is like like a wildflower of sports <laughs> <laughs> it's um so i tried it um yeah i didn't like it the first time mm. um didn't understand it there were too many rules too many things coming at me i had no idea what i was doing by day three, I was an expert. <laughs> oh, man. That's how easy it is, okay? Yeah. That's how easy it is to start enjoying it. Mm. I, like, your third day. Your third day. Like, it's pretty you can't good. really do that with any other sport. No. And uh, Maybe ping pong. Maybe, exactly. Yeah. It's like ping pong. Which is similar. Yeah. Which is very similar. So, so um, anyway, I'm five feet one, and... Uh, and there comes this like gigantic man on the court. Very walks handsome. In, very <laughs> handsome. Um, and he's like, yeah, he's like nine feet tall. And um, <laughs> and pickleball courts are one fourth the size of a tennis court. Wow. Okay. So it's very tiny. Room. Yeah. Okay. And and the super tall man. Um, he's just. I just know, like, I'm I'm super shy, you know, introverted, and, like, I'm just, like, I have to notice everyone before yeah. I, like, make a squeak. or So I'm just, like, noticing, who's that? Who's that big guy over there? And I'm watching his game, and it's like, he's pounding it. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not playing with that guy. <laughs> anyway, um, it took a while, but eventually our games coalesced mm. and I got to know him a little bit and I just said, what a great man what a great guy yeah. is all I could say Absolutely. what a great guy and um and then someone told me that what he does he runs yeah. this school and he said there's they were putting on a pickleball audience or pickleball theme or improv yeah, show like a show pickle prof pickle prof yeah. that was it yeah and I was in my just say yes for self development mm. phase, like after a stand up. Yeah, sure. I just kept saying yes to weird things. It's stand up, you can do anything. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I just thought, Kelly, here you go, here you go, here it is, improv, mm -hmm. all the way back to that creepy channeler. <laughs> like here we go, I'm gonna find out what it is finally. And so I said yeah. yes, and um, and that's that's why. Yeah. So. Yeah. Pickle prov, and then me taking a class, and then having to get over so many things in order to hmm. try it. Yeah. So, how were those first couple classes? I know you mentioned earlier you were in Ava's class. So, what was your experience like? Let's say just your first night at improv. I think it was a Tuesday night, sometime maybe last June. 
or May, last May or June. <laughs> yeah. I was, um, I was terrified. I was terrified. But again, I had my back, my, maybe it was only three years ago stand up. Honestly, I don't even remember with COVID. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, but eh. but yeah. I say that because like, I'm trying to tell myself, okay, be a good soldier, Kelly. But I have like, you know, resting, um, like resting panic face, mm. I think. So I think Ava, um, she would see the panic on my face. And yeah. it was just, if you're me and you're trapped in fear and you see Ava's face, she's so like calming yeah. and, and, and genuinely like accepting and loving. I, I don't think it, I could have been in a better first time experience, and um, uh, yeah, I was I was really scared. Also because my age. Can mm. I just say that? Yeah, absolutely. There are mostly young people here at night. Yeah. Okay, in their twenties yeah. or thirties. So like I am. Should I just say my age? It's okay. Whatever you're comfortable do we care? with. No, we no, don't care. I'm honest. Okay, I'm. I'm glad you're here. I'm sixty fucking. Okay, now that qualifies me as a grandma. So, like, well, probably starting at thirty, depending on my culture. But, um, <laughs> but I, I thought I'm going to be everybody's grandmother. Like, that's what mm. was that scared me. Yeah, I'm just yeah. going to be like, well, granny, like, <laughs> well, or mom, or yeah. like, you know, it was, and I, I could not get up, stop that feeling of being separate yeah. from everybody standing out or standing out for being too old like i kept thinking they're gonna think what she still do what she like she's pathetic like these are all the the horrible mm. thoughts i have in my head like 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 what is that woman doing here like mm. doesn't it doesn't like this is you you're supposed to act stupid in this class you're too old it's not like dignified to act stupid i was really worried about the dignity issue mm. because i'm just a controlled person yeah yeah. So, um, honestly, there's so many warm-up exercises. Thank God, because um, you don't even know you're slipping into fun. Yeah. Like it does. You don't just go in there and like, like no one points at you and just says like Kelly, up there, your yeah. turn. You're like, ah. Start performing. <laughs> you know, you just slip into it, and then I would say after. A few times, one girl in that first class, I remember, she said she had to go to the bathroom. She never came back. And I thought, okay, oh, wow. I, can, I can do that. I can do That's that. That's true. You have that out. I have out. So I like had yeah. that out. You know, I thought, she, where is she? That's, She's a, just that's like, a bold choice. I know. Yeah. I know. So um, anyway, I got, after about three or four classes or maybe even to the second month, I stopped thinking about how old I was. Mm. And I finally felt that it doesn't matter. Like people just want, people are just responding to how well you can do this thing. Yeah, It doesn't, it's just like pickleball, yeah. just like tennis, just like anything. It's like, just get skilled at it and, and, it is a skill, and yeah. so if you learn it, pe the all of the things you might dislike about yourself in public, <laughs> it just it sort of goes away. Yeah, like, they don't matter here. They don't matter at all, and so that has been a process of mm. losing that um, critical ego self 
Um, and I'm, of course, I haven't lost it yet at all, but I can see that I'm being a good soldier yeah. more than I'm not, I suppose. Yeah, and you're here. You're still here. And you know? I'm still here. You didn't go to the bathroom and never come back. <laughs> yeah. and no, no shade to uh, that woman who did that. I understand this is not for everyone. Yeah. But, <laughs> man, wild, wild. I know. <laughs> yeah. It's like, why is she taking all her stuff? <laughs> it goes I to the know. restroom. And and also, you sit yeah. in the back. I sat. I still sit in the background. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, and that is definitely a hiding spot. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You can feel a little more comfortable. I'm one of those crazy people when I was in classes. I'd, I'd change up my seat every week. So what? I'm in like a front row, back row. You never kn- knew where I was going to be. Yeah. But then I realized I like the front row because I like to be able to, like, to control when I get up, exactly, you know, for the thing. Exactly, because if you're in the background, you finally, like me, it's it, like I'm thinking, I can't do this, I can't do this, I can't do this, don't call me, da la la yeah, la yeah. And then it's like, okay, I'm going to do it. And then, like, it's sometimes it's volunteer. Like, you know, mm. we need two people up, and it's like, okay, it's my turn, it's my turn, it's my turn. And then I get up, but then, like, the front row people get up. And so it's like I... I have to retreat back to my Yeah, seat. yeah. You're like, oh, I missed this one. Okay, maybe maybe the next one. I know. Then yeah. I have to go through the whole that feeling psychological so tough. process. Yeah, again. yeah. You got to amp yourself up. I did just, I did try twice, I think, to mm. sit in the front row. Yeah. That was so much better, honestly. Because, yeah. like you said, you just like get up and no one stops you. Yeah, you have you a know? bit more control. Yeah, yeah. 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 Even if you want to wait, you still can. Yeah. Because you know, you're like, okay, now it's my turn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You get up off that chair. Yeah. 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 I think that's a good, it's a good strategy. People are scared of it, but at least in classes, most of the time you're not getting like pulled up. It's, it's usually your choice when you go up. Usually not always, but no, if literally, if it, if it were a hundred percent my choice, um, I would never have gotten up. So Mm. it cannot work that way. It has to be at some point. Right. Yeah. I mean, or it, well, if you're the last two. Yeah, if you're the, the well, yeah, yeah, if you're the last two, then it's like, hey, yeah, there we go. <laughs> Kelly, yeah, exactly. yeah, you got to get up here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who hasn't gone? Yeah. Like everyone knows. You know, know, we can all figure it out. There's like twelve people in there. Yeah, you know? I know. I yeah. know. There. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe I'm not being called up by name. Maybe I just made that up. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, in some. In some classes I've had, not here, but other places, it's very much like that. It's just like, all right, who's next? Blank and blank, like, get up here. And you're like, ah. It keeps you on your toes a little bit. Yes. Yeah. But uh, that's, I think it's really, it's really amazing to hear, like, you have these thoughts, these doubts of, like, these are the reasons I shouldn't be here or I shouldn't be doing this. But you did it anyway, right? You said you, like, soldiered through. And that's, I think everyone, you know, if you're scared to do this or try this, like, Sometimes you just got to put yourself out there and like get over those thoughts, you know, just even if it's for one night, one class, because you're going to have fears like that about so many things in life. But if you can just for a moment, for a couple of hours, not worry about them, it can benefit you greatly. Well, 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 okay. So I was thinking about that. There has to be a payoff. Yeah, there has. That's true. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What? Yeah. Did you, did you get anything from this Kelly or have you just been suffering for a year? (laughs) Yeah. For some reason, you just like torture. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The payoff. Yeah. Is that like, this is the part with my very like controlled background. Mm. Um, 
I haven't mentioned I was I just ended a 30-year career as a proofreader for the Rand Corporation. Wow. And um, congratulations. Yeah, via, I think. Violin, congratulations, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. So between that and violin and I have a 20-year martial arts background. <gasps> and oh. um um everything about my life I feel like is just control control control. Mm. And um then to come here and like play a preschool kid twirling on the floor. Yeah. Oh my God. That yeah. just feels so good. And like, just to laugh and to, and I'm paying for this. I'm just to be silly. Mm. I mean, there is skill, but it starts with just having fun and being silly. Yeah. I think yeah. And the skill can come way later. And I don't even know if I have the skill yet. It's I'm still, so basic, but yeah, I I love the opportunity to just be stupid. Yeah, I really like it a lot. Yeah. That that's it. That's the payoff. That's being, the payoff. Being yeah, stupid with other people being stupid for yeah. no other reason than everyone likes being stupid at the same time. Yeah. yeah, I like that. I I like that too. And I think just from you mentioning like proofreading, right? The contrast of like that career, which proofreading, I mean. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I think of it as your your job is to search out and look for mistakes yes. and correct them. Where in improv, it's just about showing up and making mistakes for two hours. Oh God, it's like the exact right. opposite. Yes. Yeah, which is probably such a relief and so fulfilling, you know, to be able to stretch yourself in that way over the course of a day. Like that's huge, you know, to give yourself that range in what you do. And even I mean, martial arts something that's so disciplined and serious. Yeah. Uh, what what martial arts do you do? Is it multiple arts? Yeah, study? Well, I started off uh, back in the day in the eighties with the Chuck Norris system, which is called oh, yeah. Tang Sudo, mm. and then I switched to Taekwondo, okay. and then yeah, I love um, Taekwondo. Then I switched to um, Shotokan. Um, so I went from Korean to Japanese. Yeah, um, I got like my red belt in Taekwondo, and, okay, and I yeah. have a second degree. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Yeah, and I can't defend myself though. I mean, it's the same thing as improv. It's the same thing as everything. It's the same yeah. thing as pickleball. It's the same thing as, you know, I'm really good at a laboratory setting. Mm. <laughs> but out in the real world, you know, it's just it's just like I'm seeing the world through my fingers again, going back to like yeah. the movies. So it's just you stretch, stretch, stretch your perspective, try all these new things. I think I'm better for it. I've still come back to scared. Mm. Yeah. It's just amazing. You can't get the scare out of you. I yeah. don't know why Sometimes that is. you can't. Yeah. yeah. It's always going to be there. I'm always going to be scared, but I don't want it to rule me anymore. No. So, or at all, ever. Yeah. But that's idealistic too. Do you think doing improv has helped you with that? Yes. Actually, I think it's helped definitely more than karate ever did. Mm. <laughs> Because honestly, um, I guess it's obvious to say karate was more oppositional. Yeah. <laughs> and improv, um, you know, you're really working. Um, your my emotional and psychological safety rests rests in the in the classroom mm. a little bit, like, yeah. and. Um, if I can like, um, if I can feel safe emotionally here, 
feeling so stupid and vulnerable psychologically and emotionally, mm. um, I noticed like bring it on attitude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the, from it might be different for people. Like maybe people don't want to try sports because that's too scary, but they can stand up in front of an audience. You know, it depends mm. on what you're scared of yeah. inside of yourself. And then, so for me, it was definitely standing up in front of people doing this and looking, mm. feeling like they're going to point at me and laugh yeah. until, and make me cry. Mm. But that hasn't happened yet. And I do end up enjoying myself so much. And then, um, and then, and then, yeah, it's just this overwhelming feeling of power. Mm. Having conquered that yeah. after class. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I think... I'm thinking about martial arts, I did Taekwondo growing up for a number of years. Yeah. And I, I don't know that I could <laughs> like a lot of it was for show. Like I know I have not had to break any wood, <laughs> you know, like breaking boards and stuff like that has not happened. Did you break it both with your fist and your feet? Yeah. 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 I did both. I was a big like elbow strike. Oh, like that really? was kind of my go-to move for it. You know, whenever you had like a test for your yeah. next belt, I was yeah. like, all right, we're That's going so with the elbow funny. here. That's so funny. That, no. I, that I has like not come up. <laughs> I like the fun. Well, then, I mean, that's so true. Like, what was the point? But it was fun. It looked cool. It looked really cool. I bet you looked so cool, Kelly. <laughs> you were out there. Just, ah, ah, ah. Yeah, I yeah. was so serious. Oh, my yeah. God. But yeah. it's it's all the same. It is, yeah. It's all the same. Yeah. I mean, any, any endeavor. It, I, I, like martial arts or football. Yeah. Or, you know, pickleball. I, honestly, pickleball is so hard at the yeah. higher levels and i, I feel it. it is takes the same level of focus and discipline and same with improv mm. like you watch there's levels there's levels of yeah. greatness and yeah, everything absolutely. including improv and when you watch people do it once you start learning skills you see oh my god they did that because of this mm. like i'm starting to see like how, why they made that choice or why the person they're on the stage with made the corresponding choice and mm. you just start to see the skill and it's so hard yeah. to like get good it's hard to get good at anything oh yeah it takes so much time and dedication and studying well yeah ten thousand hours right that's what they say yeah yeah so yeah mm. so it's still really hard yeah absolutely but fun like really fun trying yeah but i think about it like this right Improv didn't teach me how to throw a punch, but it did teach me how to connect and listen with other people, yeah. which is maybe more important. I've had to listen a lot more than I have had to throw punches, you know, <laughs> in life. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of use for kicking and punching, except in your, ex oh my God, I had the best rescue dreams. Oh my God, because I could never True. use it in real life. Yeah, so it'd yeah. be like, oh my God, I was like at a bank. Just yeah. in time. You're like, good thing I'm here. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's where it would occur mostly. Yeah. 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 Hey, I mean, if it pays off in your dreams, that that sounds exactly. pretty great. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Um, so Kelly, thinking about when you started here at IFTP compared to now, how do you think you've grown as an improviser? That's a tough question because um, I'm not sure I've grown much. I, I think you have. I, no, I, I just like, I still, I still get terrified mm -hmm. and um, I still go up there 
um, I still, um, on the way home, if I didn't, if, if I redirected my partner accidentally by not yes anding, mm. by controlling, I will self-flagellate all the way home about mm. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that drive home can be a very reflective one. And I just like... But like that has to occur to bring the joys. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you can't have just pure joy. It's no, got to be no like, way. I really blew that possibility tonight. So, okay, how have I grown? Knowing, I'm mm. getting better at knowing when, ex- like I'm getting quicker at yeah. knowing I'm about to step on their toes or yeah. I just stepped on their toes or the teacher told me I stepped on their toes mm-hmm. and then I'm like, oh yeah, I just stepped on their toes. So that has... That's gotten better. It's just, um, I'm not sure I'm better at like fast thinking, but that's still slow. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe just tiny bit more confidence. Um, feeling like it's. I'm getting better at looking stupid. Mm. To be honest, that's important. Yeah. Mm. I'm, I'm loosening up a little bit. Yeah. That feels really good. Yeah. Because it's, I mean, whether you want to or not, at some point during the improv, you're going to look stupid. Like, it's just, (laughs) you don't know who you're, like, what character you're going to be or, like, the situation you'll be in. It's just, it's going to happen. It's inevitable. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's that's good that you're embracing that and, like, growing in that skill. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Do you think, having started those classes here, I know you mentioned earlier you're taking a cold read class right now. Yes, I am. Do you think starting classes here kind of influenced you to explore performance a little more? I mean, I know you did stand up in the past, so maybe that was that was the tipping point. And then, really, it was improv because hmm. it's so immediate. And and so I talked to Matt uh, at pickleball one day, and I just yeah. said, you know, now that I'm like this huge improviser, um, I I'm thinking I should be like a great actress why yeah. not just just try everything I've never been and never dreamed about yeah um, well I was born and raised in LA so it's like mm. Hollywood's always been this a is the of, place yeah, yeah. Right? so um, Matt said that he what he had combined like acting and improv where you get yeah. like a few lines of a script and then you're on your own after that yeah um, but I, uh, I I there was that class wasn't available so I yeah. tried looking and I found a cold read class mm. and I started, um, oh my God, I answered a Craigslist ad for, um, uh, um, it, well, it was like a Judge Judy type thing, oh, but yeah. it was called Judge Karen. Judge Karen. All okay? right. Supreme Justice with Judge Karen I was looking for uh, actors. Mm. To play the plaintiff and the defendant. Oh wow! You know, yeah, I couldn't believe it. Like, guess like, and nothing's real, right? So, yeah. yeah. So I just thought, well, what the hell? I've had like, I remember I was in Ava's class, but I didn't tell anyone because I was way too scared. Yeah, I think I told Ava actually. Yeah, yeah what sure. Happened. Yeah, I said, guess what? Uh, the, anyway, I applied for it. Yeah. And the very next day or the same day, I get a call from the show saying. Mm. Um, we're going to have a Zoom interview tomorrow morning. Be wow. there, right? Yeah. So it was like, okay, so I was on the Zoom interview with the producer of the show with like seven other people. And then um, they picked me first um, and they just said, Kelly, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. 
And I just, <laughs> I just remember saying, well, you know, I'm a proofreader, and um, obviously that's just too uptight all the time, so I need to break out and like try some new things. Oh, I don't know what I was saying. Yeah, yeah. And she just said, okay, that's we've heard enough, Kelly. Um, another producer will be in touch with you wow. in the next few minutes. Yeah. They call me immediately and just said, you're on. And I said, why? What did I do? Yeah. And <laughs> she said, you seem, you seem to be able to tell a good story. Mm. That's all they cared about. Yeah. So I went on that judge show and I played a wow um, a plaintiff. No, wait. I I was a plaintiff. Yes, I mm. um I was suing a, a woman for not paying her share of a cruise, mm. um because she got drunk and blamed me for not getting her back. It's a long story. Yeah, I had yeah. To, like, it's pretty complex. It sounds like. <laughs> but anyway, that was a really cool experience. Wow, and I that thought it's like a lot of fun. If I do that, I, I'm just like. That was scary, though. That was yeah. so scary. That was so scary. That's another thing. Like, there's just a sequence of scary things that I'm doing anyway. Yeah. That's my motto these days. Yeah. If it scares me, do it. Yeah. That's that's a great motto to have with life, I think. I think that's something I've been trying to embrace a little more, but I'm still coming around on that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's the nice part about being my age. It's like you wake up when you turn 60. I don't know why it happens, but you just wake up and you think, okay, you start calculating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you just think you've got like maybe 20 good years left if, if, if and uh, yeah. if you don't start changing things up now, um, are you still living in routines and things yeah. that have scared you your whole life? You're just going to die Mm. You, you're just gonna die a slow death. You're not gonna live. You're yeah. dying. Yeah. You know. So I thought I, I have to start living. Yeah, making like, the most right now. Yeah. 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 I mean, going on a court TV show that 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 sounds awesome. <laughs> I like that's really cool. Yeah. You're kind of like I gotta I gotta get that. I gotta try that out. That sounds really fun. Yeah, they're always recruiting. Yeah, and then I mean, doing something like a cold read class, which is, uh, I. I would much rather do improv than a cold read class. So really? that's, I hate cold reading. Really? Yeah. It's so much fun though. And again, it's like, I, I don't know. It's fun because you have a script and yeah. you have like exactly five minutes to, <laughs> yeah. to go over to it with your scene over. partner. Yeah. And then you get up on stage and you just start having fun. Yeah. And um, it's nice. I think maybe I'd, I'd like it more now. It's been a while since I've had to do any. So I'll come back around on it. <laughs> I'll yeah. try it out. Yeah. So do you feel improv has helped you in that class? Like some of the things you've practiced here? Yes, because, um, can I say the name of the school? Sure, yeah. Uh, it's called the Actors Circle. It's in Culver City. And um, Marcy Smolin runs mm. it. And she just does a really good job. And she is a former stand-up comic herself. Wow, and a okay. former um, actress, but... Um, also a an improver, and so she mm. brings us some improv exercises, and I just oh, that's great. I just feel like I usually go to that class after I've been to this one, mm. so I just feel like I got this. Yeah, I yeah, got this. like you're warmed up, kind of. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I let myself go more. I think in that class because everyone's it's a smaller, very small. Yeah, a little more intimate. Yeah, so here I'm. Nervous, yeah. totally be yourself, but it's that's exciting too because you can't just go from zero to hundred. You gotta, yeah, it's fun like working your way up, right? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Oh man, 
Okay. I want I want to see one of your cold reads sometime. <laughs> I should have brought like a if I had known it really like, here's a script. Let's go. <laughs> Put you on the spot like that. Um all right, Kelly, I got a couple more questions for you and then we're gonna we're gonna do some improv. Okay. Yeah. Um so my second to last question for you. Uh and I think you've kind of already answered this, but maybe let's uh summarize or title together. So what do you think thus far has been the impact of improv in your life, both like in class and outside of class? Do Yeah, I mean, there's some things that I would talk about, personal life changes that I've made in addition to quitting my job. Sure. I've, um, yeah, uh, it's hard to say. I don't, I don't want to say it on the Yeah, you don't have to okay, if good. you don't want to. Yeah. Totally up to you. Yeah. Um, but improv enabled me to make some huge life changes improv did Hmm. honestly i don't think for me there is anything if just being tested emotionally is like that like i mean that to me i just can't emphasize enough how empowering that feels to go up there when you're scared and do it and then I, I really believe I was able to make a lot of changes in my life. Yeah. <laughs> based on, like, yeah, that bring it on we were saying yeah. earlier. It's amazing. And then, of course, um, the, 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 the sweetest part of improv is developing that ear to listen to your friends. Yeah. We're also used to talking. And then when we stop talking, the other person just starts talking, and then they stop, and then you talk again. But no one's really, like, listening sometimes. And what if you didn't talk about yourself and you just really listened and went off what that other person was saying rather than using that as a launching pad to just tell your story? Um, It slows me down to listen and... I can really take a deep dive into somebody else's life now. I mean, in a, such an enjoyable way. Just, just listen. Try not to insert myself too much. Yeah. It's, just slow it down. You just slow it down. Yeah. Yeah. I like that a lot because I think yeah, it's, that, it's the difference between listening and active listening, I think. It's like, am I just here just waiting to give my response? Or am I really taking in what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, which I think is many people don't have that skill. <laughs> yeah, I work in like customer service ish things, and like I realize how important it is. Like me, the person there to like fix things. Like I gotta take in whatever this person's saying, even if I could just be like, "Oh, bam, done, fixed. Uh, see you later." But like, it makes a world of difference, you know, when it's like you're listening to whatever that problem is they're dealing with. Yeah, and all yeah. you have to do is repeat it. Sometimes oh yeah. that is the most validating thing anybody can do for you is just repeat back what you just said. Yeah. And like, I heard you. I'm here for you. I yeah. got you. I know what you're going through. <laughs> yeah. There it is. Yeah. There it is. Love it. All right, Kelly. Final question for you. Okay. So thinking about your, your improv journey, your Judge Karen journey, <laughs> um, your stand-up career, all of that stuff. Um, we're, it's about to be June, right? In just a couple of days. So looking at the, the latter half of 2023, are there any goals or objectives or things you'd like to accomplish within improv, 
within acting uh, for the remainder of 2023? Um, within improv and acting, um, I think I think I just uh, I I don't have a specific goal. No, I've never really had goals. That's okay. I'm not a goal person. That's all right. <laughs> it's just like I go with like how I'm feeling, yeah. and we'll see where I end up. Yeah, like, yeah. Just keep like fanning the flames of what's happening here now, yeah. and hopefully, uh, I will evolve. But, I think so. Yeah, I'm not sure what my goals are. That's all right. I'm picturing like you starring in a network sitcom, maybe. Oh, really? Yeah, like we're talking like twelve seasons, you know, hundreds of episodes, something like that. How does that sound? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Great. Um. Yeah. And then it leads to so the show will end. Then they'll do a movie based on the show. Okay. So this is going to be the, this is going to take up some serious time. Oh I hope you're ready. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, it's funny, I, I don't think I love acting, by the way. Mm. I, um, this cold read class is sort of dumb, like improv is, I'm sorry to say it, but it's like oh. dumb in the best way. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I really am not like at all interested in acting. Like I've, mm. I like act, like improv is, is more my inner who I am. Like I'm, I'm, I feel like if you say, like everyone probably thinks they're weird, right? Oh, everyone. yeah. Everyone, yeah. everyone. But we don't want to say it, but you we know. Don't say it, but like, like no, I'm normal. I, I fit in. <laughs> I think the martial artists hmm. are weird too. Yeah. Oh yeah. In a culty way. Yeah. A little and bit. I think the improv people and martial artists definitely go together. Oh, Whereas, I think like so. actors, like are a different genetic, <laughs> like pool completely. Yeah. I, they're I. They have it. I don't know. I'm just. I know now. Having tried it, yeah, I'm not an actor at mm. art at all, mm. but I will continue going to the cold read school. Sure, yeah. Well, and now you've been able to answer that question, right? Because you tried it's it. True. Now you know. It's true. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, having been in in uh, earlier in my life, having been very involved in actory circles, oh. you're you're right. Yeah, that's very. That's what I went to school for. So oh. it's like, oh yeah, it's a, it's a group. It's a group. Oh man, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not doing too much of that anymore. Just this stuff here. So, yeah, uh, yeah. haven't been in too many auditions or cold reads lately. <laughs> yeah, and it's getting worse and worse and worse. Oh right yeah. Now the industry, to in terms of like creative, you can't make a living doing no, it. No, it's you really have to tough because you love it. And I just discovered I, I don't, I don't love, I don't love it. Yeah. I don't love it that much. Yeah, yeah. Well, now you know. Now I know. All right, Kelly. Okay. You ready to uh you ready to do some improv? Okay. All right. So I've got three games picked out for us tonight. Okay. And uh let me just scroll down to them. All right. So this first game, uh, this is an interesting one. This game is called Normal Place Strange Time. That's what it's called. Uh so the premise of this game is that uh we're gonna be given a random location. Okay. And then once we find out that location, we're gonna pick a time of day that would be weird to be at that location, and then we'll just play the scene. Okay. All right. So I'm going to get us our random location. I have a little improv app here that gives me suggestions. Hmm. And uh, yeah, just going just gonna to get something from there. All right. Okay. Some of these. I'm prejudging some of these locations. Of course. Because <laughs> yes, it's like, it's, it's like volcano. I'm like, oh. 
like, and I need a little more good to be in a volcano anytime. I mean, no, I don't know. All right, here we go. Um, we're going to go with government office. So we're at some sort of government office and, uh, Kelly, what time of day should we be at this government office? It's a strange time to be here. Yes, we are in this government office at 2 a.m. At 2 a.m. All right. And then uh, I'll black us out when we're done. Okay. Psst. Hey. 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 Um, so I've been looking through the, the filing cabinet. Yeah. I'm looking for the records. Yeah, we don't have to whisper. There's nobody here. Oh, okay. Sorry. That's yeah. just... I know it's weird. It's weird. It's like, weird. I, even the janitor left like hours oh, okay. ago. I just I've never been at work this late before. I know. I know. Uh, okay. It's really cool, isn't it? It is kind of cool. Like I know if I go in the break room right now, no one else is going to be using the microwave. <laughs> oh, wait! And you gotta just eat Joe's yogurt. Like just no one cares. He's not. All you have to say is like, but, I don't know. Like I don't know. Keep better tabs of it. Like you can just do anything you want right now. Dana, you're so bad. That's Joe's special yo play yogurt. I know. I know. Oh my god! I know. Gosh. He puts that like post-it note. Yeah. That just says Joe's. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, who else oh has that in there? I don't know why he bothers with the post-it notes. So, so that's why. So like tomorrow he's gonna complain. He's gonna be like, "Hey, who's touching my yogurt?" Every time it always cracks me up. But I, I didn't know it was you. Oh my god! I love yo play yogurt, but he'd never give it to me. Yeah, like if I ask oh, him. pretty. So I, yeah, I steal pretty stingy it at with night. The yogurt. You know what? Sometimes I do. Yeah. Okay. Um, I lift up that like foil tab, like a tiny, tiny oh, bit, yeah. right? And I stick a straw in there, <gasps> and I just suck it out, <gasps> and then and then I put it back so he can't tell anyone's been in there. But I fill it up with like <laughs> milk. <gasps> so, so it's he, like he thinks it went bad. Oh my goodness, <laughs> Dana, you're a genius. I know. I know, I know, I know. It's yeah, really fun. I'm, I'm so glad you invited me to this uh, after hours work party. <laughs> you know, it's 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 this is a great time of night to come in and get some things done. You just yeah, you just like there's there's no one talking, no, no phones ringing, no, no distractions, no distractions, um, no Joe. Um, yeah, no Joe. Yeah. it's a big, it's a big incentive. Let me tell you. Yeah. Now I have to ask. So if you've been eating Joe's yogurt. Have you also been taking the staples out of Kevin's stapler? Is that is that you? Um, you know, every morning he comes in, he starts stapling all those packets. He gets about three in, and then he's out. And it's like every day. Can I just tell you yeah. what a hoarder Kevin is? Like, have you ever watched him in the supply cabinet? No. Uh, I, I, he takes everything. What? He takes, yes. He just... And he takes some, and I seen him like he looks both ways, literally. Oh my gosh! And then, like, yeah, obviously he has a conscience. Yeah. Conscience. Con. Yeah. And. Yeah, one of those. One of those. And um, I feel that he's just getting away with it, and it pisses me off. Mm. So yeah, it's been me. I just like, I just, I just empty his stapler yeah. just to piss him off. I leave three. Yeah. I leave three in there. Oh. So I know. I love that. I know. He doesn't get how he goes through so many. No, he, he must be. Time. Yeah. He doesn't know it's me. It's like he could just count at the end of the day, but he's never done that. <laughs> oh my gosh. You're. I know. Thank you for looking out for this office, you know, I know. in, in kind I, of I secret like ways. Right, writing wrongs. Yeah. 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 I've, 
you know, I've always been scared to, to speak up or say anything. You know, I'm still pretty new. I've only been working here six months. So I appreciate that you've been uh, kind of looking out for us. And also, um, Adam, like yeah. I feel that uh, I've been here for uh, 15 years, you know. Yeah. So like 2 a.m., Yeah. time to get your work done. Time to get your work done. Um, 2 a.m., time to open the refrigerator. 2 a.m., time to... Uh, to be in the copy room by yourself. Yeah. Do you, you can, that's fun. Yeah. That's really fun what being can, in the copy room by yourself. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. You don't have to wait in line you to use a machine. Line and you can just like do projects. You can open it up. I like opening up and just practice. This is so stupid, but I like practicing like clearing jams. I love clearing You're jams. You're like a surgeon. I love clearing jams. <sighs> Always loved it. Oh, that's yeah. that's amazing. You're, but you're doing a really good job here. Thank by you, the Dana. Way. I've thank really you. been impressed for only being here for six months. Six months, yeah. yeah. I just hit my six months uh, yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, are you like? I don't know. You, you and Kevin do seem to be getting along. Has he mentioned anything? Have you been to the supply cabinet with him yet? Uh, no, he hasn't. You know, he hasn't asked me to go help him out uh, doing the inventory and uh, grabbing things. You know, to distribute. Uh, in the office, I, I'm hoping he will, because I, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I've been trying to hustle a little bit, get more responsibility around the office. So, good for you. Y- you know, learning about kind of the inner workings from you is is really helpful. And of course, I'm not going to say anything about this. You know. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, what 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 goes on at 2 a.m. stays private between us. You yeah. know, like of course, um, this is the time where well, it's a government office, so yeah. like. This is the time where if you want to like steal files, just just like sometimes, you know, I can help you get into the top secret stuff because I have clearance. Oh, you have clearance, right? Yeah, I'm only like a level one right now. Yeah, it's such bullshit to be honest. Yeah, you know, like I'm like, useless. You're my friend already. I trust yeah. you. If, Thank if, you, Dana. Yeah, like if you you want something from that cabinet, you know, just just let me know. I'll get it. Like if you want, like I don't know. Um, some presidential stuff, you know, if you want to take a look, just take it home, oh see gosh. what you think, make some copies for your mother. Oh. You know, it's just, you, there's yeah. perks of the job. And yeah, of course, of course, of course. It it's what you earn. It doesn't get out. It, it, people think it, it's a problem, but, but mm. it's just us. Yeah. It's just us. Yeah, it's just kind of like, wow, that's crazy. Anyway. Yeah. 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 Now, I'm curious. Sorry, I, I, I hate to bring this up. It's just that I just realized... Um, Someone's been changing the the wallpaper on my computer. You know, it, it it's set to a picture of me and my dog. Um, okay. Is Can that we talk about this? Can we talk about this? Yeah. Well, that's why I'm bringing it up because I'm I'm starting to you know connect the dots okay. here. All right. Uh, you know, yeah. Joe's uh, yogurt, Kevin's stapler, yeah. and now. Okay. Look. Um, is that? It's that. Uh, there's a culture here. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Of course. And, um, you know, I'm looking out for you because I like you because you show up at 2 a.m. Yeah. Um, and I just I, I just think that, like, a picture of you and your dog is the sort of uh, protective cover you want around here. Mm. The one that you had, you know, just the picture of uh, Marilyn Monroe, you know? Yeah. Um, not, I mean, I know you're a movie fan. I know yeah. you're a movie buff, but, like... People might get the wrong idea, you know, so uh, I 
just thought you and your I found one. I hope you don't mind. I I know your password. Sorry, oh, but like uh, sure. I know everyone's passwords are. You will never be able to hide it from me. Okay. Um, yeah. So I just no went questions in there. there. I I thought I'd do you a, a you know a a favor there. Um, put on appropriate wallpaper. Okay. You okay with that? Um. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I mean, look, you know how to advance here way more than I do. Uh, and, you know, if I want to stick around, maybe get promoted one day, I probably need to be, you know, thinking long term. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. And and you just leave all your privacy concerns yeah. at the door. Yeah, and, and people like dogs. And pe- oh, people love people dogs, like dogs here. That's, that's probably right. going to earn me some some kudos, you know, with, oh the, with, with the boss. So. Yeah, have you seen Kevin's dog, by the way? Oh my god! Oh my god! I had to like look through his, you know, computer. Yeah, you probably had to change it away from his dog. Oh my god, that's true. Oh my god, he had inappropriate pictures of himself <gasps> with his dogs. I oh, helped, you know, like so. I was just like Kevin, dude, like I'm gonna steal your staplers. Yeah, now you're like that's not, that's like a HR situation. It's an HR situation, but I've got I I've got him covered. Like I love everybody here, honestly. That's mm. why I do this at night. I just want to make sure I'm connected to everyone. Well, you're you're the best coworker I've ever had. Thank you, Adam. Mutual. Blackout. <laughs> oh, that was wonderful, Kelly. That was wonderful. You're just your justification. I just love everybody. You know, I'm just kind of looking out for everyone, and you know, nothing you're doing is that menacing. It's just a just a little bit of just a little bit of shenanigans in the office. <laughs> And oh man, I gotta be real with you. Are, are you like a a good like printer jammer fixer person? I do always love that. It's so embarrassing how much I love that. Like for me, I will. I'm being like, I just want to put on my cape. Yeah. And I'm yeah. just like, I can fix this. Like, yeah. I I know I can. Nobody yeah. else wants to fix it mm-hmm. as badly. Yeah. They as just I walk away. Yeah. <laughs> they go. I don't know. Yeah. 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 I, I just ever since I've worked in an office like my whole life, I've, I've been in, like totally into fixing jobs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's, that's my thing too. I mean, that's literally my job is fixing tech stuff. So it's like every day it's printers or, you know, Wi-Fi or whatever. Yeah. So, I would love that job. Yeah. It's, it's a ton of fun. If you like problem solving, which it sounds like you do, yeah. it's a, uh, it's a place to be. Yeah. It's a place to be. All right. Uh, so well done in that game. We're going to go ahead and move on to our next game. Okay. Uh, this one is called remember when, Mm. And in this game, uh, we're just kind of, it's going to be a scene where I'll give us a one word suggestion, maybe of a relationship. And then in this scene, we're going to try and bring up organically, like we're going to reminisce about something. So we're, we're basically making up fake nostalgia in this, uh, in this game. Okay. That's the idea. We're just going to, I'll give us a suggestion of our relationship and then we'll take it from there and see if we can, uh, yeah, just remember when. All right, so our, uh, let's see, our relationship in this scene will be, <laughs> not good. All right. Um, oh, I like that. We're going to be an auto mechanic and a car owner. Hmm. An auto mechanic. Mechanic. Just yeah. Use it, mechanic. Yeah. And a car owner. Yeah. So I guess the client, yeah. Mechanic and client. And we don't know who's who. No, we don't. Well, we'll find out. <laughs> and we're going to be nostalgic about some experience we've had. 
All right. I'll black us out when we're done. Again. Yeah, I know. I just, uh, I feel like I, <laughs> I was here last week bringing in this car. I said, uh, it keeps, uh, all those lights keep coming on, you know? Uh, yeah. yeah, the same lights. Uh, I'm, uh, you know, I, 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 we've been through a lot with this, uh, this Jaguar that... <laughs> Like you love, I get it. Yeah, I love this car. Love, and you will not get rid of it. Yeah. 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 Uh, remember that um, that time yeah. that you brought it in before a show? Like you mm. show it off? Yeah, yeah. I was thinking it's that local car show. Yeah. It, yeah. It was uh, like in Malibu or something? Yeah, like yeah. It was at the, the Malibu Car Club. We, yeah, you know, the MCC. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were, like, so upset because all those lights were flashing. And, yeah. like, the show was the next day. Yeah, I got you, though. You yeah. Know, I, I fixed you up. That yeah, was, I'll always fix you up. You single-handedly saved my re- reputation in the in the Malibu uh, car collector's community. You see, I, I love this car. And I know that day when I brought it in, you, you know, you asked me, like, Dave, why did you buy this car? This thing's a piece of junk. Yeah, it needs so many repairs. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I just, you asked me so many great questions and I didn't, I didn't listen. Because I just, I love the hood ornament on this thing. Oh my God, the hood ornament. Yeah. I know. Like, I know. That's really the only reason I bought it. I don't, you know, I collect cars, but I don't really know how they work. And you've taught me so much. Like that day, you know, when I first brought it in with all those lights, you let me stay with you yeah, and you watch stay. you do all those repairs. Yeah, yeah in fact, uh, you know what? At first, you wanted to learn everything. So yeah. Remember, like, yeah. remember you slept on the on the floor? Like yeah. literally, you just said, just give me a blanket and I'm just going to watch you all night. I've yeah. never seen my car yeah. from the bottom before. No. No, I did not know what it looked like down there. I was excited about that. Yeah. It was crazy. Who knew? Who knew? I know. You wanted to sleep like, not under the stars, not under the stars, but you wanted to sleep under your Jaguar, staring straight up while I was, all the lights and, you know, those cool lights we have here in the shop. Yeah. And you got all those little hoses with water and air coming out of them. I remember I grabbed that hose and kept spraying you in the face. You got so mad at me. You were so annoyed. I I said I was trying to blow you away. I was like, shh. shh." I know, I know. But you know, I really liked you because you kept bringing me those uh, margarita pizzas. Yeah. You know, like like you basically say, look, you know, you're going to work all night on my car, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like for a couple margarita pizzas. um, And then uh, you just kept making jokes all night. Yeah. That's kind of my thing. Parrot jokes. Yeah. You make the stupidest parrot jokes. Like, yeah. where? Yeah. I, and you would just make me laugh, and like, I'd be up there, and like, I'd get greasy from yeah. that, like, engine. Yeah. And, uh, I couldn't believe it. It was so greasy. Between the pizza and the car, I mean. I know. It, it just was, becomes one. You have yeah. To, you have to definitely just consider grease like dip you know, uh, for everything. Like, yeah. For the yeah. rest of your life. It's I'll, part of the yeah, job. It's just part of the job. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but you're so cool. And then I finally yeah. upgraded you to, a, like, I bought a sofa for you. 
That was I bought a sofa. with the pullout bed too. Yeah, that was pullout bed. I couldn't yeah. believe it. And then I and and you know what I did for you? Which well, of course. You yeah, did. I remember. The, I remember. The, remember, that I stuck those um, actual like glow in the dark stars under the jag. Yeah, that was like, pressed, oh, that was so sweet. On the, like, on I the, couldn't believe it. I know. So I was I was so yeah. excited to like show you because yeah. you were gonna come over and watch me work on your car again. Yeah, yeah. You're on the couch now and the pullout. Yeah. and uh you had the margarita pizzas for us and yeah. i thought wait till i always got them ready wait till he sees these glow-in-the-dark stars oh, it, it blew me away i you know i always wanted those as a kid and yeah. i never had them and then to see them on the bottom of my jag <laughs> oh my gosh i just <sighs> i really felt touched i said this this is the best customer service I've ever experienced. And that's why I keep coming here. You, know you just have the best service I, I, of any mechanic. Thank you. I, I just, but I am going to, um, I haven't given you the bill yet. And I know you, I've just been like saying, you know, we're friends. Don't worry about it. We're yeah. friends. Don't worry about it. We've been putting it off. Well, yeah. Cause yeah. I thought, you know, I, I bring you pizza and yeah. I'm great company. You're great company. And I've just yeah. been like, honestly, it's one of the worst parts of my job is I hate asking people pay yeah. for my services yeah i believe it I hate it yeah i just want to just make them happy yeah but um but i i i'm losing some money and uh, oh. i don't know if i can keep the shop open oh so my god i'm gonna have to start actually asking for money Ooh. okay um oh, i mean that's no that's okay i do i have to like back pay all oh. those other repairs like i know just last month, you you built me a whole new transmission. I know. I still learning what that is, but I feel like that was maybe expensive. It was so expensive. I just didn't have the heart to ask you for oh. money. So I just kept thinking like the pizza that's good. Like, yeah, it's company, and he's so funny. I've brought you at least fifty pizzas. I know. At so how least. much does that cost? Let's just say ten dollars. Like that's. Like that's like five hundred dollars on pizza. That's no, that's a lot. That's significant. That's I got do. to cover most repairs you've done in my car. It's true, I, and I really appreciated that effort. Yeah. And, um, so now that uh, you know you had that accident, uh, we've got like yeah. not just the lights now, but I've got a kind of like yeah, the body the, damages. Yeah, the body damage in the rear end. Yeah, and I want to trade it in. I want to keep this car. I don't. I don't want another car. This is it for me. This is my final car. This you know? is your final car. Yeah, I've decided. I just want to drive this baby for the rest of my life. Yeah, I know. I feel that. I feel that. Uh, I, I just have to, uh, you know, ask you for a couple dollars. That's it. You know, a couple I dollars. think you can handle can you, it. Do you think you could ballpark the number for uh, me? Well, this, like, uh, this, that rear end, uh, I mean, it, it's like, imagine, like, have you, what's, like, the most expensive thing you've ever bought? Um, like, lately. Like, uh, have you ever bought like um? Probably the Jag when I bought it. The Jag. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you got a good deal on that. Yeah, right? I you did. Got it on eBay or something. Yeah, I did buy it on eBay. It's you know it was a it was a salvage title, so I got right. some savings there. Right, right. It was just a it was about a thousand bucks. A thousand bucks. Okay. Yeah. 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 Right. Some reason the previous owner didn't want it anymore, and I was like, Okay. What's well, wrong with what, you? Like, imagine all that money you saved on this car. Yeah. Yeah, so probably tens of dollars. Tens of thousands of dollars. And I think it's time to pay the piper. Oh. It's time to pay the piper. I can't, like, 
we're talking, okay, like, do you have a favorite pair of shoes? Uh, yeah, my, my Airwalks. Your Airwalks? Yeah. Okay, how much are Airwalks these days? $35. $35. Yeah, love them. Okay, so let's say like a couple hundred Airwalks? couple hundred. Uh, oh, so like 3500 I'm not very liquid right now. <laughs> you know, I, I have a lot of assets. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you do work part time. Yeah. You yeah. Told me you work for that woman. Yeah. I, uh, I just like walk her dog. Yeah. Just yeah. like three days a week. Yeah. Can you ask her for more money? Yeah. I mean, she pays me um like $12 every time I walk the dog. So that's like $36 a week. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what? Um, those pizzas are good. I love yeah. those pizzas. Keep bringing the pizzas. Okay. Keep yeah. Bringing the jokes. Yeah, I got a buddy who works at a uh, Blaze, so that's why I get those margarita pizzas. Excellent. Yeah. And, uh, you know, maybe, maybe, uh, you know, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to, really, I don't want to press you, but like, you know, maybe you can like get some of your your the, when your next car show, maybe you can like, uh, you know, give them my card. Get some business for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah I could yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I could do that. And yeah. I can tell all my friends you repair cars for free, right? Um, you know, uh, I would say they need to bring in something like maybe, uh, you know, beer. Like <laughs> something to go with the margarita. Something. Something. Just anything. Like uh, something. Yeah. They can just think of something I might like. You know, they can ask me. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll tell them what Great. I like. Yeah, and uh, if this place is still here uh, next week, um, yeah, that'd be great. I'll do it for free. Blackout! <laughs> this mechanic is too nice. <laughs> you poor thing. I know. <laughs> you, you really can't take an advantage of just because I gave you pizzas. Oh, man. I got to find a mechanic like that in real life. I know. Do you know anyone? No, but I want to get glow in the dark stickers for the bottom of my car. Yeah. Have Have you ever seen the bottom of your car? No. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I was just thinking about that. Yeah. Darn. I gotta I gotta get on that. I gotta see what's under there. Yeah. Mm. Some good things to think about. Yeah. Yeah. There's just like a missed opportunity to like decorate. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. I yeah. thought we'll think about even if you didn't see it, a mechanic would be like, oh wow. I know. You, know? you could just do it to surprise. They'd appreciate it. They'd appreciate it. I surprised you, but you could have surprised me. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, oh. see, now we know. Yeah. So now uh everyone at home right now, if you have a car, uh go buy some glow in the dark stars. Just yeah. slap them on the bottom there. Next time you get an oil change or yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's gonna be great. Even put them on uh, on the inside of your hood. That's good too. It's good too. Pop it open and be like, "Whoa!" <laughs> That's true. That's exciting. That's a great one. That's exciting. That's, That's they'd probably melt actually. Yeah. yeah. Once the engine starts running, it's a little hot in there. Maybe don't do that. I don't know the long term impact. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Go with like like just those the little tubes. Yeah. Those LC. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah, maybe something like that. That could I, be nice. I would make flowers. Yeah, that sounds nice. But you might want to make like stars. Yeah. Yeah. I like stars. Stars. Yeah. All right, Kelly. We've got one more improv game we're gonna play. Okay. 
Okay. I know, I know. You're like, one more. We always do three. Uh, this one this one might move a little quicker. This one's called excuses. Uh, so what we're going to do, um, basically, uh, you're going to come into the scene. Uh, I'm going to accuse you of something. And you're going to need to make up an elaborate excuse as to why uh, this thing happened. Okay. I'm not going to tell you what. Okay. You'll just find out. Okay. Um, and I'll give us a suggestion of... Uh, I'll just give us a, a one-word suggestion to, to help us get the scene going. I need it for myself. All right. Uh, the one-word suggestion is fajita. <laughs> and this game is called Excuses. I'll black us out when we're done. I... Seriously. What? Jennifer, I... You handed me my fajita pan. You didn't tell me it was hot. And now I have third degree burns on both my hands. Give a guy a warning before you hand him the fajita skillet. How hard it is I, for a blind woman to live by herself yeah. and make fajitas. Yeah. Do I ever complain? I, I, You're complaining right now, Jennifer. <laughs> I have had to reach out and touch all the surfaces in the kitchen since I went blind. Yeah. And I have never had third degree burns. So, I, I apologize. So, yes, it is because I am blind, I cannot see you, I can only hear you, I cannot feel the heat of that pan. What? Yes, it turns out that I have a rare genetic disorder that comes with my blindness. Oh. And it is that I cannot feel heat with my hands. I know, incredible. And awfully convenient. Yes, and I also don't blister. Of course. The palms of my hands. Good yeah, for so you. I can't see anything, but I, I can put my hand through fire and it wouldn't blister. Well, it sounds like you have a superpower. I have a good life, I'd say. I have a pretty good life. Yeah, well, I wish you know I could be like you and just simply handle my fajitas however I choose, but... You know, this was my first time having fajitas. I never tried them before. I didn't know, you know, apparently the the skillet is pretty hot. Yeah, I was not aware of that. And Jennifer, I, I just can't believe you let this happen. You know, John, this is... Uh, this is a little embarrassing that I would... Yeah, uh, a little. A little embarrassing that you had this uh, strange reaction. You know, I'm used to being... I'm used to the normal. I'm <laughs> used to most people being able to stick their hand in fire. Wh- what? But that's normal for me. That's for that's you. But for you know me. other people that can do that? I, I, I don't, but I don't tend to think about other people. I tend to think about... Well, that's about, very like, selfish. No, no, I don't mean it that way. I mean, like, 
um, you know, I live in my own little blind world with my own little fire and um, candles everywhere. And I get to, I just like, everything's hot and I don't care. And I just like, I'm very happy. I don't even think about other people that can have pain. I don't think about it. Like, why should I think about I invited you over. Yeah. I invited you over. Yeah, this is a blossoming friendship we have here. Yes. And, uh, you know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I didn't think about the fact that you could hurt yourself by touching something hot. It's just been a number of years since uh, I've had communication with the outside world, quite frankly. Sure, sure. You're like the first person that I've had here since since a long time. (laughs) Well... I didn't know that. And it does mean a lot that you opened up your home to me and were willing to introduce me to fajitas. And you know, I you know, I realized uh you know, I went to the doctor because they had diagnosed how severe these burns are and well they told me that, you know, after my hands recover, right? You can't tell, but both my hands are se- severely bandaged up. The doctor told me I, I may never feel in my hands again. So sorry, but you know, okay, I'm just here to tell you when like yeah. one sensation is lost, yeah, so many others open up for you. Yeah. So let's just say, worst case scenario, you lose all sensation in the palms of your hands. Yeah. You will not believe like weird things like your kneecaps. Huh. Like you'll just start feeling things with your kneecaps and you'll just be thinking, be oh, how did I not know about this? Yeah. How did I not know? But that's what happens. Okay. Yeah. I- I appreciate that silver lining. Yeah. And I think maybe, you know, after I get these bandages off in six to eight weeks, I'd be willing to try a fajita again. You would like to try a fajita again? In, in my, and I can make it for you? Absolutely. And you'd be willing to like, uh, you'd be willing to accept the fact that, uh, that I may not warn you again. Yeah. I'll be ready. It's on you. And I won't, I probably won't even feel it. Blackouts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, See, it's like embarrassing. Like at the end, yeah, afterwards, I'm awesome. just like, it's sort of like. It's awesome, though. It's oh awesome, Kelly. God, it's great. It's so great. <laughs> that was that was lovely. Absolutely lovely. Um, <laughs> man. <laughs> I loved your your backstory. You're like, I'm blind, but also I just my hands don't feel hot stuff. So that's a bummer. And then you're talking about having candles. And, oh man, you really fleshed that out well. I really I really appreciated that. Oh my god, um, yeah, that was fun. Okay, Kelly. Uh, so before we conclude tonight's episode, are there any uh, final words you wanna you wanna leave us with on fajitas, on improv, on stand up, anything at all? Uh, I just, I mean, first of all, because I feel so new at this, I I cannot even tell you how scared I was to do this podcast yeah. with you. And I um, can't believe I'm on the other end Yeah, this. now we're, we're closing the book. And it's been, um, it's just so nice to be at this school. And yeah. um, it's really opened me up in a lot of ways. Yeah. I just have a lot of fun with it. And... I um, have to be careful not to try to um, proselytize too much out mm, there because sure. people get sick of me. So yeah, I do the same thing. Yeah, it's just like no, you don't understand. You don't have to be so creative. You don't have to be funny. Yeah, just 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 be authentic and like, um, just 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 talk. 
yeah. and like try to make a thread of something and and I don't know it, it's a it's a it's I think a lot of people would be good at this yeah um and I don't know the type of personality that would be bad at it though actually what what there is no bad yeah. at it just people who who Un- don't want to try unwilling yeah. yeah that's it yeah it's the only thing and anyone can change that I think yeah for sure yeah. It's just a matter of attitude. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Michael. Yeah. Thank you, Kelly. That was fun. Yeah. So thank you so much uh, to Kelly for coming on this episode. Uh, as always, Improv for the Podcast is streaming everywhere where you can find podcasts as well as on YouTube. So check out the video podcast sometime. Uh, see Kelly and I acting out what it's like to <laughs> handle a hot fajita. But uh, as always, we'll be back next week with another episode. But until then, we'll see you next time. Improv for the podcast was created by Matt Moore and Michael Lee Evans. Edited and produced by Michael Lee Evans. And finally, presented by Improv for the People. Interested in more IFTP? You can visit us at improvforthepeople.com or on our socials, such as Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube. Remember, new episodes are released weekly. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.